and then uh, we move on. But uh, if you're going to give feedback, make sure to give the compliment sandwich. Uh, just uh, something positive, something they can improve on, and something positive. Uh, just make everybody feel welcome and better. Anyway, like I said, we're going to give it about 10 more minutes till we get started here. And then uh, we'll be flying through here on Monday, January 1st, 2018. The start of the apocalypse, everybody. Woohoo! Anyway, stay tuned. We'll be right back here on Mutiny Radio, mutinyradio.fm. Greetings, earthlings. Take me to your women. Check out my spaceship, windows tinted. I came a long way from another galaxy. And magically, all these haters mad at me. Yo, Scotty boy, beam me down. Let me show them the future sound. Roll the trees up, burn them to the ground. And take a ride right through the town. Get into my ship, ship, ship. Come on, take a trip, trip, trip. Pedal to the flow, flow, flow. And we out in my UFO. Check out my space boots, I got them on bargain. I beg your pardon, I only speak portion. I'm spaced out and out of this world. Konnichiwa, what's good with you, girl? Hey, miss, let's fly in my spaceship. Turn up the volume, fill in the bass hit. I'm finna take you on the ride of your lifetime. And we'll be back by the end of the nighttime. Get into my ship, ship, ship. Come on, take a trip, trip, trip. Pedal to the flow, flow, flow. And we out in my UFO. Don't stop, make the planet rock. It's the ENC to the YME, Dynamite and that be me. And I hold it down for the galaxy of the Milky Way, or should I say, say Milky Bay, every A, Northern California, A. Put your hands up high and make them wave. I'm taking all y'all to outer space. Back. Get into my ship, ship, ship. Come on, take a trip, trip, trip. Pedal to the flow, flow, flow. And we out in my UFO. Get into my ship, ship, ship. Come on, take a trip, trip, trip. Pedal to the flow, flow, flow. And we out in my UFO. Get into my ship, ship, ship. Come on, take a trip, trip, trip. Pedal to the flow, flow, flow. And we out in my UFO. Yeah. 
can't escape, no I try to find a way How can I get away, get away? No. I fight, I fight all day, all night I try to get the demons out
Up, and we found out that everyone here sucks at HQ. Woo! All right, so it's uh, January 1st, 2018, so let's get started with some new frickin' material. Uh, and to kick things off, we're gonna have the lovely, talented, and funny Nicole come up. Hello! Oh my god! Sold out arena show! We did it! We did it! Happy New Year. I can tell everyone here got laid last night, and I'm really happy for all of us. Everyone just got very sad when I said that. Um, I really do hope... I, oh, man, now I feel like a bitch. Did you guys not? Oh, well. Well, uh, let's start off real strong, guys. You ready for some A-plus material? Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Do you think when Uncle Joey was circumcised, the rabbi said... Cut it out. Ooh, look at that winner. Look at that. And that's how that whole mess got started. Uh, do you remember that? You remember Full House? Yeah, I don't know the reference. Oh, my God. How old are you guys? 29 and? He knows. Yeah, it's just not very funny. But here's the best part. I wrote that joke down. It's terrible. Agreed. Uh, I wrote that joke down, and I was like, do you think that's how a whole mess got started? That was his verbal meme. His verbal meme. I forgot about the term catchphrase. I just, I completely forgot it existed and truly believed verbal memes were a thing. Uh, let's see. 
Let's see. I don't like that. Um, no. Um, all right. Let's do other stuff. Let's do regular things. Uh, I was hanging out with my boyfriend, and um, my boyfriend is a white dude. Thanks, buddy. Uh, he's a white dude. People, my family is as excited as Joe about that. A lot of people give me shit for dating a white guy. Not my family, and I credit imperialism for that. Thank you. The one thing they gave me was my family does not give me shit about dating a white dude. I like to call him my little white devil. It's sweet. And it's uh, in an interracial relationship, of course, there's going to be a cultural exchange, right? And when I say that, I mean that I spent a lot of time teaching him little bits of Spanish because there's no such thing as white culture, right? That's not a real thing. If someone's trying to give you some white culture, that's like a hood. Hey, it's like a white hood and a lot of personal history you really wish you had not known instead. Um, and we've been dating a while, about four years, and I told him recently, I told him, you want to get married, you're going to take it to the next level and get serious, you got to learn Spanish, you know? You got to really step it up. We can start easy. You don't have to just call me babe. We don't have to just call each other babe. We can call each other other stuff. We can call each other like amor, vida, corazón, you know? There's, it's a beautiful language. And he told me, you're right. I'm going to call you chicharón. <laughs> One guy outside laughing. That's all I needed. It counts. It counts. Uh, so in a surprising twist, now he's banned from speaking Spanish in the household because I will not be bested in my native tongue. Mierda, come on. Just really speaking to the hearts of all the white men in this room right now. <laughs> uh, I do think we're a good pair. He's like a, he's a smart dude, like a uniquely smart dude. And, uh, but he can't be a total genius. He's dating a comedian, right? Um, I, I think I help him lighten up about his very serious job, and he helps me not send professional emails from my joke account, hpvfirepussy420 at gmail.com. Yeah, it's that yin and yang that's very important for all relationships, right? I look forward to your fan mail after the show. Good times. Uh, I saw a vanity license plate a couple of days ago, and it's really stuck with me. It said Cass Daddy on it. I think that's what it said. Maybe you can help me determine for sure one way or another what it really said. It said Cass, C-A-S-T, space, D-D-Y. That's got to be Cass Daddy, right? What else can that be? I've been fixated on what this means for a really long time. And who thinks they're the Cass Daddy? Is that a casting director? Is that a father actor who's trying to make it and is that desperate he just puts it on there that's like his signature on his headshots I'm a cast daddy does that happen too oh that was Arden okay is that one minute or is that it okay uh is it cast ddy are they initials is it like David Deneen Yankovic is it like Al's brother that never made it is it an, an actual casting director that's that confident that he's just got to rub it in everyone's faces in L.A. watching their failure uh, and watching their fear as he drives away? Who knows? Who really knows? Okay, that's my set. Thank you. Do I have to? Do I have to stay here while you come? Okay. Did you take a picture, Joe?
All right. Oh, my God. Fuck yeah, dude. All Set right. Set number one. So, everyone, mics are up. We have uh, mics available. Please comment. Uh, to start with, I... Do you I, comment into the mics? That's hilarious. You have to. Otherwise, how are people going to hear you back home? Okay. Anyway. I got a comment. Well, I, I've got one quick one. Uh, I, lo- I loved your stuff. Uh, I, <laughs> I want you, you to... Arden, that's so nice. I, I want you to dig a little more on the verbal memes and catchphrases things. Do you because think there's something there? There's got to be other equivalencies you could do. You know, like, oh, like and that are, that are callbacks to like '90s things from TV shows. That's a good idea. Like jumping the shark is something. Yeah. Uh, so look for like stuff out of the '90s and late '80s that it's like common tropes from TV shows, but you forgot the name of it, so you called it this other thing that makes yeah. it sound like something from now. That's a good. That's a good yeah. point. All right, Joe, go ahead. Fire yeah. away. Uh, I like the uh, has to speak Spanish because like my first thought would be, and then he said adios. <laughs> that would be good. And then uh, I think like I think you can have a, a diverse array of uh, various uh, Spanish pet names that actually sound romantic, but the average American audience doesn't know it's like some dumb thing, you know. Okay. And then it's like a double joke for the Spanish speakers oh, in the audience. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. And then like when you explain it to the white audience, and then you can even tag it for the Spanish audience and just tag it solely in Espanol. So that way, like the white people That's get good. uncomfortable. I gotta tell you, Chicharron is like the first thing, honestly, it's like worked with a white audience where they understood the, the thing I said in Spanish. It's better if they don't understand it though. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah, My fried, fried. It hasn't been, but. It hits home. It hits home? Did it hit you? Yeah. It hit you, brother? Are you Latin? Yeah. What, what Latin, Puerto Rican? Yeah. Rican, what's hey, up? Let's dance after. Yeah, please. Thank you. Uh, Speak into the microphone. Into the mic, or it doesn't count, Graham. (laughs) Uh, When you present it, as if you want to take this to the next level, you have to learn some Spanish. Just give him a moment and have him think about it. Just say no. Uh huh. Or he didn't ask to learn Spanish for another four months, something like that. Just throw in some really brutal rejection. Is my suggestion. Oh, like him rejecting me in Spanish? I think I'm confused. Not wanting to learn Spanish because he doesn't want to oh. marry you. Oh, yeah, that could work. That could work. It's oh. not like it's not like it has not really happened. So. Whoa! <laughs> uh, all right. Any any others? No. All right. Give it up for Nicole. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Yeah, your your next comedian. He he's a funny guy. Uh, he's he's also a uh, bearded barista comedian, uh, and he's uh, in my opinion uh, pretty good at it. So uh, give it up for uh, Ian Levy. Um. So I uh, I get a lot of bitches. Um. Uh, I would say I get a, a plethora of bitches. That is, uh, when people ask me, how many bitches do you get? I say, uh, uh, multiple. So that is, uh, like if, if I was, my friends and I were, uh, stocking up in, in a bomb shelter, uh, and gathering supplies, I would probably be in charge of gathering bitches, uh, because I have a surplus of bitches. So... I don't really have an ending for that bit. I just thought it was funny to say that a lot. <laughs> and then it just kind of trails off there. Yeah. Uh, things are going uh, well for me. I recently got a, a nickname at work. Right? I work in a cafe. The cooks in the back, they primarily speak Spanish. Uh, and they recently nicknamed me uh, the handsome man. 
which apparently in Spanish is pronounced puta. So that is feeling very good about that. Uh, I am always worried about uh, offending people who speak other languages, but she like, I would actually like to go down to Mexico, but I don't want to, I don't really speak much Spanish. So I did ask the cooks, um, recently I asked Manny, he, uh, how, how would I say like, if I like was to bump into someone at a bar, you know, I didn't want any trouble. I would just say it like, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want any trouble. Uh, and he said, Oh, that's easy. You just say, uh, chupa mi culo. So that is, that, that one's just for Spanish. <laughs> I was just, yeah, that's okay. I think that's funny. Um, Chupa mi culo is uh, suck my butt, which is my favorite thing I've ever learned to say in Spanish. So at least that's what I've been told. I don't actually, I haven't looked up what it actually means. So I don't know. I saw uh, maybe the most San Francisco thing I've ever seen uh, the other day. Well, you want to know know what I saw? (laughs) I'll tell you what I saw. Uh, I saw a person uh, driving a scoot uh, crash into uh, a self-driving car. Uh, and I was just like, oh man, I hope uh, a drone crashes on both of them. Like that would make it, I don't know. It just felt very emblematic of like, this is San Francisco in a nutshell. <laughs> just a complete shit show. I, uh, um, oh, is it my dad recently got married, guys? My dad recently got married? We can clap. Ah, I, it's kind of funny story, actually. My dad got married to a woman whose name, right? Uh, her name is uh, not my mom. <laughs> so, someone someone actually came up to me after a show recently and told me they didn't like that joke, um, and I said, "Well, if you didn't like that joke, maybe you shouldn't have married my father, Deborah." And then, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> God, I hate Deborah. What a bitch. <laughs> no, that's that's mean and dumb to say, and she's very nice. Um. I, uh, do you guys, do you guys think there's, uh, differences between generations? Do you guys think there's, you've had, my grandmother recently told me, uh, a story, right? Um, yeah, go ahead and hawk me. She said that when she was, uh, uh, eight years old, her mother, uh, loaded her and her siblings up onto a bus and they left, uh, Oklahoma uh, the only home they'd ever known, right? And they'd come to California in order to escape the Dust Bowl. Uh, and when my grandmother uh, first got to California, the very first thing she did was uh, her and her sister ran inside and flushed the toilet uh, because they'd never seen an indoor toilet before. Uh, and when I heard that, it just made me say, oh, Grandma, will you please shut up? I'm trying to use my VR goggles. I own a bidet. Your toilet story is unrelatable, you dumb bitch. And then I punched her in the side of her head. Just kapow, grandma. Okay, that's my time, guys. <laughs> All right. You done? Yeah. Sir? Uh, give it up for Ian Levy. Uh, all right, feedback, everybody. Feedback, feedback, feedback. Or, or not. Or not. I, I, I like your, uh, I, how did you do the first one about having a lot of bitches? What was the first word you used? Uh, I say I have a lot of bitches. Right, and then you kind of go. A plethora. I just, y- yeah. Yeah, I would go with also cornucopia over abundance and then tag it with I got a thesaurus for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
loved your stuff. Um, and it was all like really funny. Um, one of my favorite comics, uh, his name's Kevin James, um, has this, uh, he has a show, it's called Kevin Can Wait. Um, I'll, I'll send you a clip, because he, he says in one of the episodes, like, commit. Um, so I thought that was, like, good advice for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's fair. I, I'm, it's season two. I am unbelievably one. hungover right now, so I think normally I'm a bit more animated. But uh, I had a lot of uh, moonshine last night, which was 180 proof. Uh, and it turns out my throat now burns, and I never want to drink alcohol again. So that is why I might seem a little low energy. But, okay, no, sounds good. I actually thought your energy was really great, and it's probably going to be the highest anyone has tonight. <laughs> Definitely beat me. Mm. Um, way to rip off my Spanish joke. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, I, I really liked uh, your energy change at Not My Mom. I thought that was really oh, funny. Okay. I know I've seen you work on that a lot, and I yeah. think it was really good tonight. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't have anything new to offer. I think you could call yourself meaner things, potentially, if you uh, want the, me to give you meaner things. The, I, I find... One. The, the, the reason I, I do uh, Puta is it just seems to be the one that, like... People the, get the, the, the most. largest audience, yeah, I guess. Because yeah. there are funnier things to say. Yeah. But um, but I think... Uh, or it's like, I like the idea of saying worse things. Yeah. But I think the most people get that I'm just... Have yeah, you tried yeah. come mierda yet? Mm. I haven't, but I all like I don't know what that means. Eat shit. So okay. It's like shit eater, like ass eater. Mm. I I know like my Spanish consists of a couple dirty words and not that one, and then like terms in the kitchen like caliente and stuff. Try so that's all I really know. It's yelled try at come mierda or come mierda. Say try um. They keep calling me caliente, like come mierda caliente or something like that. Okay. I'm curious how that would go. Okay. Let me know. Okay. <laughs> this is uh, this is just uh, feedback on, on aesthetics. It doesn't apply to the radio audience. <laughs> but the two buttons on your fly are undone. So I personally had a hard time focusing on your act because I kept hoping against hope that that delicious dick <laughs> would make a little guest appearance for, for all of us, man. So X, Y, Z for, for the sake of your audience, man, because I was hypnotized. Hypnotize. Can you say X Y Z? There's no yeah. zipper. Uh, it's all a, buttons. Uh, B B. <laughs> Yo, dude, let me see your dick. <laughs> Other feedback. All right, give it up for Elon. Your next comedian wants to see that pretty dick. Give it up for the one, the only Joe Gorman. All right, man. My New Year's Eve resolution was to be a sexual deviant, huh? How, who else is accomplishing their goals? Me and me alone, right out of the gate, too. Here was another resolution. Stop being so motherfucking hilarious. Oops, right out of the gate, dude. Less than fucking 18 hours into our beloved 2018. Already spitting all over all of my resolutions. It was to be more of a sexual deviant and less funny. Oh, AKA every other comedian out there. Yeah, dude, not me. I'm pulling it back. That's right. 
2018 is about fucking kicking ass and taking names, man. I feel good. I had a restful ass New Year's Eve. I fell asleep at 10.30 on my own couch, and then I woke up at fucking 12:30 a.m. in the future. That was cool, man. That was a lot of fun. I woke up in 2018, missed everything. Missed Dick Clark's ghost. I missed Ryan Seacrest making a mockery of the New Year's tradition. I missed everything, man. I did drugs alone in my bathroom on New Year's. That was fun. Spat up a little bit of blood into my bathroom sink on New Year's. That was scary. You know what my New Year's resolution was? Do more drugs until that does not bother me. That's what I was doing. I was powering through, all right? It was like in those sports movies where they're like, I'm exhausted. I I can't keep doing this thing I love. It's like you got to reach in deep to keep doing that thing you love. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep doing drugs by myself in a bathroom. And you know what? I did it. And ironically, I'm still here. So it's what I was meant to do. I said, give me the Belushi cocktail. And if I live, I'll record my album. And hey, guess what, guys? Albums dropping August 19th, 2018, huh? Yeah, firm date on the air. How about that? A little bit of a game changer, huh? Everyone was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. If you're just riffing, You would just give some anonymous date. Are you actually going to commit to it? Yeah. My album, three and a half hours of crowd work. It's going to be fire. I'm like, what's this guy's deal? What's up with that? Let me see your dick. It's wonderful, right? It's like, wait a minute. That's sexual harassment. Ah, It's for artistic purposes. Like when you smoke a cigarette on stage, they can't hold it against you. It's what Tennessee Williams would have wanted. Now we're feeling good. Yeah. You know what? I'm feeling confident about that album now. I was a little apprehensive. It's like, you know what? Self-produce. Put it on YouTube. How much would it cost? $5,000. I have that. I was hit by a public bus. Interesting, huh? I bet you guys didn't know about that. Are you thinking, well, can you dive into that? No, motherfuckers. Buy my album, track number eight, Hit by a Bus. How cool is that? I'm giving you guys a track listing before the album is recorded. I am ahead of my time, man. Edgy. I bet you're thinking, how'd you think of this? Oh, I don't know. Maybe when I was doing drugs alone in my bathroom on New Year's Eve. That's right. It was a writing session now. So you know what? That pure Colombian cocaine, that's a tax write-off now. How about that, dude? My 2018 taxes, an eight ball of cocaine. I can write it off because you know what? I conceived my amazing album on it. So check it out. Three hours of crowd work. I'm going to be releasing track eight, hit by a bus, and live to tell the tale. It's amazing. It's gripping. People are going to want to have sex with me afterwards. How cool will that be, man? I'm like a rock star. That's all we want. We just we just want some approval and someone to have sex with. That's just me. Maybe I'm speaking on behalf of everyone else. Yeah! I'm the voice of a generation. We just want approval and sex, baby. Hey, that's the name of my fucking follow-up sophomore album, Approval and Sex. Ooh, check out both of them. Approval and Sex, dropping everywhere. April 20th, fucking 2020, 420, 420. Hell yeah, dude. All right, feedback time. All right, Joe Gorman. 
All right. So to start with, uh, uh, you know, I love all your stuff, man. You know that. Oh, uh, thanks, Art. Uh, the one thing I will say is, uh, you can tag the shit. Out of, I, I know you don't want to go into detail on what yeah. happened, but with the 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 bus thing, you can tag that with like the wheels on the bus go oh over Joe's foot. The wheels on the bus go over my head repeatedly. Yeah. How crazy would that be? Ugh. Or over your dick, you know? Oh my whichever. god. Well, that would just damage the bus. You yeah. know what I'm saying, fellas, lady? You know what I'm saying? That would damage the fucking bus, dude. Oh, man. Anyone else? Yeah, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Don't be shy. I need, and gals. Yeah. I got gals. an album to record in a couple of months, guys. I need as much feedback. I can't grow without a little bit of rain. I'm concerned that you don't have enough energy. Shut up, Matthew. <laughs> God damn it, dude. I'm putting myself out here, and you're just using it as a little joke workshop or something. What's up with that, dude? This is my therapy. Um, Gene, what's up, man? I think your setup would be smoother if you just set up all of your resolutions that you're blowing all of them. Oh, my God. Like, why did you say yeah. more pervy and less funny? She said mm. less pervy, less funny, but then, like, you fucked the couch and, like, whatever. Or you fucked whoa, your toilet because you were doing I never said I would be less pervy. I would say, I would say more pervy. Mm, but I, I like that. All the, uh, all the, yeah, I need to do it because you only have like a, a fixed amount of time where you can talk about New Year's resolutions. Like I think guys, unofficially, the cap for that, February 2nd. <laughs> After that, strictly black history, strictly Valentine's, all right? It's said right here, right now. If you got your New Year's jokes, bang them out. You see how I also snapped into the microphone so everyone on the airwaves would be able to be a part of it? That's what we got to do. We're learning from each other. It's a symbiosis. All right. Well, fuck it. I guess, I guess, we're, I guess we're done. Yeah. Okay. okay. Are you going to do a little character or are you going to give me actual feedback? Because if you're going to do a fucking character, dude, I'm going to jam this microphone down your throat and defriend your sister on Facebook. Ah, that's cruel. I'm not going to defriend your sister. Please don't have sex with my sister. We'll see, dude. Wheels are in motion. Um, I had, I had real feedback. Yeah, do it. But now I'm really fixating on you fucking my sister. Yo, it's a family affair, dude. We, I'll remember it later. But yeah. the important thing for now, please don't do that. You heard it here, guys. Please, what, what, Max Eddy, please laying down the law. No one bangs his sister, dude. Well, no. just not. Just not you, man. Just not me, dude. So you got to be no, like Joe, opener or feature. Joe, it's not banging. It's make tender love. No too. headliners allowed. And no no headliners allowed in the Eddie household. All right, guys? That was the most heartfelt blessing I've ever heard. I know, man. Hey. All right. No off-microphone conversations. Nice shoes. Thanks, I wanted man. to say that. Uh, very relevant for the radio audience. Um. Also, you were you brought up perving and everything again. I know, but you didn't say that it's about bodies line that you said off stage the other night. You oh, got you gotta just, use yeah. it. I don't want to say that on air because I don't want to get like pigeonholed into the pansexual arena of stand-up <laughs> comedy. But yeah, dude, I'm just a fucking glutton for bodies. I don't care, man, woman, <laughs> child, animal. It's all good. Oh, shit. Hey, can we actually, hey, yo, can we do like a little record screech? We're on a five-second delay, right? I just, want, I just wanted to confirm that, right? Five-second Uh-oh. Uh-oh. For those of you listening at home, I'm patting my brow to fucking try to mop up all the sweat. And oh, my God. Uh-oh. The cops are here. All right. Well, hey, I had a lot of fun, guys. Thanks. And you know what? I'm not going to bang Max's sister. How about that, guys? We did it, you guys. I'm, I don't need it. All right. Yeah.
All the girls in the world. All the girls in the world, but Max Eddie's sister, everybody. All right. Well, thank you, Joe, for that. I, Graham, how you feeling, buddy? You want to go now? You want to wait a bit? All right, the man is ready, though he's high as shit. Give it up for the one, the only, Graham Galloway. Yeah, that was too much applause. So, Max, exactly how low is your opinion of your sister that you think she would sleep with Gorman? It's not my opinion of her, it's her opinion of herself. Oh, God. The fact that you you still like try to police who gets to bang your sister like, good for you, man. You're you're really advancing gender roles. That's wonderful. <laughs> what was I gonna talk about? I'm I'm not that stoned, but I'm stoned enough that I don't remember very well. Um, oh yeah. So the last few years, young people and and black people throughout the country have been telling the police, please stop shooting black people, and the police have said, no. And I think I found a compromise. Like, if the police could just start shooting a lot more white people, I would be more comfortable. <laughs> because I think I speak for a lot of the white people in the room, especially Ian and, and Matt. It's not, it's not the violence that bothers me, it's the racism. And so I really, think, I really think white people would be on board with this when you consider how much the average white person loves to be a victim. And besides which, there was another tag that I completely forgot. <laughs> oh, I am stoned. Um, yeah, moving right along. Uh, is there anyone else in this room that works in healthcare? Max? What do you do? Please. It's going to be good. Oh, Max. <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> So I worked in healthcare for a while, and I, I, know, I know some of the facts and figures. So I always have, like, it's ruined me. So like when someone tells me they're a breast cancer survivor, I always have the worst possible reaction. We'll see. <laughs> and when I try to explain that the numbers are on my side, it doesn't make it any better. Just when you show someone an actuarial table of their own death, they, they get emotional. But I have learned one thing. Uh, God forbid, if you ever do find a lump, do the decent thing. Uh, wait until after sex to tell her about it, because you'll just ruin the mood. And like my ex, she never forgave me, but she only had about three months, so maybe she was still thinking about it. I love Max over here trying not to laugh. I know it's terrible. That's why I come here. Speaking of which. I've been playing this game on my phone. Um, I, I'm pretty good at it. I have a perfect score at the Tinder game. I got matched once. I went on a date once. I've been ghosted once. I'm batting a thousand at Tinder. But it took me like a week to realize I've been ghosted. So I send her a, I send her a text. I say, it was nice meeting you. I'm sorry it didn't work out. Uh, to my surprise, I get a text back from her mother. Apparently the night after we went out, she was walking home from work, got hit by a drunk driver, died in the ambulance. I know, I know, it sounds tragic, but that was not my first reaction. My first reaction was, thank God. 
she didn't ghost me. At least, <laughs> she did, but not in the traditional sense. But she didn't reject me, and that's what's important. And all this is what I put in the text back to her mother. And then her mother ghosted me. But I try to look on the bright side. Like, maybe her mother's dead too. And that's my time. I think I stand here for a few minutes. Yeah. Hey, you know what? All right. Give it up for Graham Galloway. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I've heard a bunch of them before. They're all, they're all pretty good. I think it's just the delivery today. Um, today's a bad day. Yeah, today's a bad day. We're all having bad days. Um, so, you know, I give you credit for getting up there and doing your thing. Um, so, yeah, just, just push through. You're doing all right. Anybody, anybody have anything constructive? Uh, I would just say for that, uh, that first joke, um, frankly, uh, I don't care for jokes at uh, white people's expense. Uh, I find it hurtful uh, and do not enjoy them. So that is just my... Uh, I'd like to say I loved the joke at white people's expense. And I also loved more. I often see people try to talk about police brutality and killing white people, um, not quite framed that same way, but I've never seen um, a white person tell it and get a flat response, and that was very rewarding for me. <laughs> Thank you so much. There's. Oh, oh, Gene's got something. I think you should milk your dead fund deliver a little more. Uh, yeah. yeah, like when you do that, um, the joke about the breast cancer that you did that was like really dark, and then you said like, but most people like get emotional or something like that. Yeah. Like you're delivering it without displaying any emotion, and I think there's room for milking. That's all. Uh, thanks, guys. Right. Give it up for Graham. All right. Uh, half our comics are taking off for greener pastures, apparently, on this New Year's Day. <laughs> Later, guys. Uh, but we got some sold outs sticking around, going up for the... Oh, we're not even into the second hour yet. But anyway, we got more comedians, and I'm hanging out. So give it up for your next comedian, the one, the only, Matthew Banks. First time on stage since the 22nd. Yeah, dude. You guys better laugh. My self-esteem is in desperate need of some giggles. Yes, it is. Oh, fuck. All this pot smoke. Jesus Christ, guys. I know it's legal, but fuck. I love how people think things are going to change because it's legal. The safety of white people is no longer compromised. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that's really happened. Uh, I don't know, man. I think that's why the people in California are so soft. Like, I had to risk my life for a bag of weed when I was drinking. I did. I've had none of you have had to go to the ghetto to scrape up some weed. I remember going to the ghetto one time and there was, there was this black guy, obviously, and I drove up next to him and I said, hey man, you got a sack of, you got a sack of weed I can get a hold of? And he got super fucking pissed at me and yelled at me. He's like, you motherfucking white motherfucker coming in my neighborhood. It's like, you're the reason our neighborhood's so fucked up. <laughs> Dude, I still feel guilty about that. That was like 20 years ago. Anyway, there's no joke there. I uh, had a, uh, I don't know. I had to spend a lot of time with family during the holidays. I like my family, unlike a lot of people. 
Uh, but it is a little awkward because lots of them I haven't seen in years. My cousin is a cancer survivor, and I really don't know what to say in situations. He had cancer. He's like went to St. Jude and all that, kicked cancer at like eight or something like that. I don't know what to say. Like, so the cancer's still gone, huh? <laughs> Hanging in there, buddy. Um, yeah, I never know. Never know what to do. But yeah, I'm from Mississippi originally. Just got back from there. Woohoo. Had some fun. First present I ever remember getting for Christmas was a BB gun, <laughs> obviously. So. <laughs> I did what any self-respecting young Southern kid would do. I went out and I shot a bunch of birds in the face. <laughs> it's fucking great. I didn't discriminate either. I shot all of the motherfuckers, black ones and blue ones, red ones. I don't know. I was with no remorse either. I was like one bird short of becoming Jeffrey Dahmer, I believe. I don't know. That's just what you do down there. You get a gun and you shoot shit. Uh, and I came here and people think it's a problem. Maybe it is. Who knows? I have no idea. Uh, have a lot of run-ins with the ladies lately. Yeah, they always like to bring me their problems because I'm an approachable guy. And uh, recently this, this girl came to me and told me that her man was having a lot of trouble finding her clit, which Nothing pissed me off more. I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing down there? It's not that fucking hard. Like, I'm not some sort of sex magician, but come on, guys. It's not like you're looking for a needle in a haystack. Like, I have no trouble finding a clit. I just can't find a woman. It's like, I can find that needle, but where do you get that haystack? Uh, it's always been my concern. Uh, farmers only is that where you get it farmers only.com oh, anyway I'm all for equality I really am but we had this we had this uh, we had this earthquake drill at work the other day I don't know anything about earthquakes I'm not from here and I was like you know what <laughs> all equality goes out the fucking window during a natural disaster. <laughs> it's like, I will push a gay, black, transgender baby off of a balcony to avoid a falling ceiling tile. <laughs> um, I need more to that. Need more. Oh, shit. I think I'm out of time. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Give it up for Matthew Banks. Stay up there, buddy. Stay up. All right. <laughs> Yeah, all right, so feedback time. Uh, I love the, I can find that needle, but where do you get that haystack? That's fucking phenomenal. Um, I was hoping I had something to help you tag that with, but I got nothing because it's perfect. So others, others? Come on, don't just sit there, guys. Um, I think the, the last joke, the earthquake one, um, I, I, I too, as you, think that's funny. Um, <laughs> I... I feel like there could be something about like which pronoun to use or whatever, but that like everyone says that, so I don't know. I just thought it was funny, and obviously the needle and haystack, funny. So you're funny. You're funny guy. You're funny guy, Matthew. All right, he's a funny guy. If nobody else has any other feedback, all right, give it up for him, the very funny guy. All right. Your next comedian, he's a punny guy. 
uh, he he's a very funny comedian. He's uh, have you won any pun offs recent pun offs recently? He won a few months ago. He's placed recently. Get ready to uh, laugh your asses. I don't have any puns. I'm terrible with puns. Anyway, give it up for Joseph Yaldi. Kids, what's happening? First set of 2018. And the first set of the beginning of my fourth year in comedy. Wow. Three full years. And maybe, maybe this will be the year I become funny. I don't know. I don't know, kids. I got nothing today. I don't have a hangover. I took a nap. So I feel great. Uh, Let's see. I got some, uh, for Christmas, I got some uh, 3D uh, goggles. You know those? Yeah, they're great. You can stick your phone in. You can see movies. You can ride roller coasters. You can be underwater. Um, But let's face it, I got it to watch porn. Yeah, it's great. They have porn just to watch with the 3D goggles. It's great. It's like the woman is right in front of you uh, servicing you. Um, but you know, after a while, it's pretty much like the regular porn, but the, the real killer is you turn away from the lady and you've got this amazing house. There's a sunroof, there's a spiral staircase, there's a pool, there's a hot tub to a San Franciscan. That's the real pornography. Boom. See real estate jokes. That's what the kids want. Oh, guys, I don't know. Uh, had an ex-girlfriend, not one, but two ex-girlfriends, uh, Recently became single and uh, suddenly started hitting me up saying, hey, what's going on? We should get together. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe. But then I'm thinking, can you really go backwards? Can you really go back to someone from the past? It's like, you know, they both have made improvements. They got nice hair now. They're in great shape. But I'm thinking, this is like having a favorite movie that you loved when you first saw it. And then... By the 10th time you saw it, you loved it a little less. And by the 20th time, you knew every Easter egg, every nuance, and it just wasn't the same. And now, after a few years, I'm supposed to be excited because you're being re-released in 3D. That's right. No, I'm just saying there's no surprises. You know how it's going to end, even before you start. It's like going to Anchorman 2. I just don't know. My point is, I don't think I'm going to go backwards. These are the jokes, folks. I don't like that. Uh, when I was a kid, I uh, used to have my toys. Little girls play with dolls, right? But little boys play with, mm-hmm. not dolls, action figures. That's what we call them, action figures. So, uh, But there comes a time where your kids start growing out of the toys and start thinking about sexier thoughts. So there was that phase uh, where I was just on the edge. So I started having my action figures have sex with each other. Yeah, it was great. But they were all males. Uh, so I would have to assign different genders to them. So I put some Play-Doh boobs, you know, like on uh, on Robin the Boy Wonder. Say, Robin, uh, you're now going to, I'm going to pair you up with the Flash. Yeah, don't worry, he'll finish quickly. It's true. I don't know. Maybe some long, silky hair on him. Ah, Spider-Man, I'm pairing you up with G.I. Joe. That's right. Yeah, well, he saw some stuff in the war. He saw some stuff in the war. Exactly. And he just wants to be held. It's true. I don't know. And Aquaman, uh, let's just say when this night's over, 
you're going to be mighty Thor. That was horrible. That was horrible. Anyway, gang, I've lost uh, I've lost uh, five pounds since the December started. Yeah, that's right. Gone gluten free. Yeah, so far it's working. Doctor says I'm already twenty percent more self righteous. Boing! Happy New Year, people. I'm Joseph. With my guitar in Give it up for Joseph. I uh, yeah, I unfortunately uh, zoned out there for a minute. Uh, <laughs> I have that effect. No, uh, but I heard you trying some new stuff, so uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, others, please. Yeah, um, I liked your. I actually liked your first joke, the the VR porn one. Um, I think the the punch can be a little bit different. Like, um, I think you said uh, like that's the real pornography. I think just saying like how it was, you know, sexier to you, like. Um, saying something along those lines because pornography it's just kind of a neutered term and you could add a little more energy if you do it the other way all right give it up for joseph Gaudi. all right your next comedian uh needed to help me with the spelling of his name because i can't spell for shit and i was an english major give it up for the very funny gene fields I got nowhere to go. I got nowhere to go. I'm 26 years old. Oh, no, 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 no. All right. First set of 2018. You know, I think like we're getting to the point in the holiday season where it's kind of already too late to kill yourself. I think if you were going to do it, you should have been out by the 27th. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> um, I have a reality TV show idea. I think it's going to work. Check this out. It's going to be real people watching real reality TV shows. Like, it's going to be awesome, you know? You know, I take the interviews like, yeah, you know, at some point, uh, I thought I didn't have enough Doritos there for the second commercial break, but then like, fuck, I just like found more Doritos, man. It was awesome. All right, you guys don't like this one. <laughs> um, you guys believe uh, in love at first sight? Fucking love at first sight, you know? I love love at first sight. You know, like when you see someone's like, fuck, look, you know, you haven't treated depression, I haven't treated depression, it was meant to be. Uh, <laughs> I'm really enjoying the shows, you guys, <laughs> in case you can't tell. So, you know, like at least someone is benefiting here, so that's good. And like because this is kind of a limited audience, like I'm totally like having a 20% success rate right now, at least. Um, at a Christmas miracle happened to me. I was waiting for the elevator, and like as it was coming, I heard there was like a really yuppie couple there. Then like the doors open, they see me, and they just like almost like froze. And I only had one floor to go, and I get out, and I see that like the yupping continues. And I'm like, oh my god, 
that was a Christmas miracle. I didn't have to listen to that shit. That was awesome. How did they know? Um, I'm going to stop here. I don't really have any more new stuff. All right. Give it up for Dean. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. All right. Uh, <laughs> my, my one piece of feedback. Uh, how much weed did you smoke before you wrote the set? Uh, no, it, it was, uh, it's just a little rough. It just needs a little polish. Um, anybody else? Hey, what's up, man? What up? All right. No? All right. All right, your next comedian. Uh, give me a second here. Uh, he's uh, got a show here on Mutiny Radio uh, called... I don't. I don't. You don't? I don't. Oh, no. What happened? I just, I don't want to. I'll, I'll see you after. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, apparently he doesn't want to be put on the spot, but that's okay because he's bad. Oh, okay, okay, it's all right, it's all right, all right. Get up there and make the funnies happen. Give it up for Max Eddie. What you looking for? What you looking for? How you looking for me? Um, could uh, one of the like white dudes? Because you guys like sit up here and pretend to be a person. That Boris, thank you. Um, do you do you do you care if I say for all intents and purposes you're white? Like. I promise I'm not like trying to have a talk about that during your set, okay? Um, there we go. Okay. She gave me money when I'm in need. Yeah, she's a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger. Way over town that digs on me. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke. Good job. It's hard to catch racists nowadays, guys, but I'm trying. You know, anyone can not say the N-word unprompted, uh, but all you need to catch a racist is a, uh, fuck, I don't even know why I'm doing this bit. Do you know how fucking hard it is to work on crowd work when there's like three mics now? Dude, brainwash closing. You know, I'm just going to make this a rant about brainwash closing and Arden asking about my personal life and Joe Gorman trying to fuck my sister. If you came late, you'd miss that part. Uh, and Dan, whose New Year's resolution is clearly dress more homeless. Um, God. For the radio audience, he's wearing an Under Armour sweatshirt, um, which they don't sell outside of Walmart. Um, did you get it at Walmart? From Walmart. There we go. Did she give you a gift receipt? Fuck, dude. I just, like, uh, can we just do eight minutes of feedback, but you guys just tell me, uh, like, to quit? Like, that would just be easier. Why did you shave? I want to look better. That's, you look exactly the same amount, just, just younger. I don't really, fuck, man. I, you know I don't know why I, I even, I fucking, I spent $7 to come here tonight, and now I just don't want to even do my jokes. Oh, man. And they, all these nice people, you know, I, give it up for Arden, you guys. Give it up for Arden, your lovely host. And give it up for Shelby. Give it up for Shelby for sticking around, you know, hanging out. Um, I appreciate you. Give it up, you know, give it up for Boris. Give it up for Boris for volunteering. Um... Really appreciate you. Really appreciate you coming out. Um, 
Give it up for Dan. Give it up for Dan, you guys. Keep it going. Gene, fucking clap. Clap, Gene. Do we need a, do we, thank you. You guys, give it up for Gene. Joe, you're great. <laughs> you guys, give it up for Joe. <laughs> give it up for Joe, everybody. Um, okay, yeah, this is just, this is too depressing. I'm just going to stop, and uh, we're good to go. Thanks so much. All right, Max Eddie. Yeah, no, I, I feel you, buddy. I, I, I have those days, too. Don't worry about it. Uh, we're all having a shit 2018. Hooray! Fuck you. <laughs> no, I love you. Uh, all right. So, uh, moving right down the list. Uh, another very funny comedian. Hopefully he's not depressed. Give it up for the one, the only Boris Grinego. Why would I be depressed? It's been like eight hours of 2018. How are you already having a bad year? How are people? You got to start fresh. New Year's is a big holiday. Uh uh for um for russians um because in the soviet union there was no religion so christmas couldn't be a thing no other holidays could be a thing so new year's became like the big holiday um so that's why like on december 26th all the russians in san francisco will go and steal good christians (laughs) christmas trees that they've already set out on the street it's a good tradition um Well, that was a good intro, uh, Max. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I no, no. Um, I recently. I want to open up. I recently, a while ago, I got out of a relationship with a girl that was pretty conservative, um, and it was hard being the feminist in the relationship with another woman, right? Because she had this take on abortion that was like, I don't. Th- she was like pro-life, like adamantly pro-life, and I was like, well, like. If I went against her opinion, then that is not being a proper feminist. You know what I mean? You're caught in a catch-22 of like, if I don't agree with her opinion and I tell her that and I'm like, no, you should be pro-choice. And I'm just another dude forcing someone else's opinion to go the other way. And if I just let it go, well, then I guess there's no drawback to that, to just letting it go. Um... That was a is a hard relationship to be in. Politics is hard uh, to deal with. Uh, I myself uh, am a uh, liberal. Ah, that's uh, San Francisco. Whatever. Let's see what I, uh, I just when you when you try to start like something that you don't know where it's gonna end, and then you're like, it's not gonna end anywhere. Um, no, uh, weed is gonna be legal. Weed is legal, and I just wish the same amount of excitement that people have towards being legal, they would put towards finding a job. I just think it's important that weed is not the number one priority in life. You know what I mean? Uh, A lot of my friends started smoking weed very young, and I just think you should be old enough to have goals before you start abandoning them. It's a pretty easy concept to live by. Uh, I don't know why I'm not big into weed. Uh, I think it's because... I don't know why I never got into weed. Um... No, because, like, everyone around me all has always, like, smoked a lot. And I think it's just because I have common sense. No, I'm kidding. Um, Not common sense. That's not even the right point of view to take. 
Um, no, I will tell you that uh, I've been trying to read books. It can be hard because it gets boring. Um, I've been trying to read books. I was reading this one book by a Nobel Prize winner in economics. Um, it's about how to alienate an audience in a matter of seconds. Um, it's a it's a good book. It's called What I'm Doing Right Now. It's available in bookstores. Um, no, reading can be reading can be tough. I've actually I lost. I lost, I'm be honest with you, Max. I lost 20 pounds ever since I recalibrated my scale. That is, yay, 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 bad joke. Okay. Um, wait, let me, I want to leave it. Oh, I'll tell you this. I was reading, I don't know, has anyone in here been to Israel? No, you have, you know that in Jerusalem, they have a huge cat problem. In Jerusalem, they have a lot of stray cats. And that's because a long time ago, there were a lot of rats in the city. So then they brought a bunch of cats because cats get rid of rats. And now there's a bunch of stray cats. And similarly, there used to be a lot of Palestinians in Israel. And then they brought in, you know where it's going. Um, yeah, so they have a bunch of stray Jews. Um, all right. I, could, I knew Arden. I had the clock in my head. Give it up for Boris. Boris, you want feedback? I will take fucking anything, man. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you said there would be. That's feedback. You're Don't okay. Saying you're not into weed makes you sound like a fucking narc, and I hate it. Don't yeah, I, I, I got to say, know your audience, and your audience tonight is a bunch of stoners. Yeah, yeah, so. but y'all suck. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I, I mean, jokes are you know, if, if you're telling that into weed, yeah, I'm into weed. Like I do weed. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that sounds. Out not, out no of, one's uh, into weed. They just outdated. don't smoke weed. Yeah. That's true. I'm not into weed. No, I'm saying I don't do weed. Yeah, that well, that's the, but I, but I didn't even go that thing. way. No, it wasn't. Commit to it. Like, all right, yeah. yeah. So you could, could say I don't, I don't. No, 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 all good. Mm. Yeah. You could say I don't take weed. Yeah, yeah, honestly, like, <laughs> I don't. You could do it like four or five different ways if if you wanted to like, do it hard. But yeah, make it. Into I think the rest of the joke wasn't funny, which is the issue. But yeah. <laughs> oh, don't sell yourself short. I did love the uh, premise of you dating the conservative girl. Uh, I'd love to see you go deeper on that. Uh, deeper on her. Yeah, thank you. There we wow. go. Oh, easy, easy tag. Others. All right, cool. Thank you. All right. Woo! All right, that was Boris. We're coming down to the wire. Your next comedian, she's very funny. I haven't seen her in a while. Uh, and she told me about her New Year's and I got high and forgot. Give it up for Shelby Evans. Hi, guys. I had a good New Year's. I had a really good New Year's. had a good uh, holiday. I went to Texas, y'all. That's where I'm from, y'all. Uh, so you believe me. I'm from a very, very small town in Texas. Um, it's small... Not like y'all city folks say small whenever you're like 30,000 people. It's very quaint. The town that I grew up in had 1,500 people. It was very small and I knew everyone there and it was in the middle of nowhere in Texas. So what does that mean to you? It was abstinence only sex education is what that means. It means I still don't know where my clitoris is. We'll see. I'll find it. It's a journey. 
It's a journey. It was a such a small town and there was abstinence only sex education. And that meant that we like in whenever I was in high school that we had to rely on rumors to learn about sex, basically. Rumors and hallway whispers. And one year, one of the rumors that was super popular was that if you got your belly button pierced, you could not get pregnant. That is a real rumor that went around. And I wasn't allowed to get my belly button pierced because my parents had a strict no piercing policy of the belly button. I could pierce other things, just no belly button. But all the cool kids like with cool parents could get their belly buttons pierced. And I'm not, I'm not joking. I think like the moment the needle went into the navel, like five girls got pregnant immediately like that year the homecoming queen she wore a tiara and held a newborn infant in her hands it was crazy it's crazy now i think about it now as an adult and i think like how crazy would it be if we as adults had to rely on rumors to get information right really think about it you gotta really really think about how crazy that would be It'd be so crazy. I'll find my clitoris one day. It's okay. One day. I'll find it. I'll find it. Great. That went, That's great. Um, it's more of a story. Boris doesn't like to smoke weed. I like to smoke weed. Uh, Boris, I feel like I have an idea for a show that I think that you might like. You know the show, I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant? Do you guys know that show? It's on TLC. It's these women that like go nine months, they don't know they're pregnant and then they have to poop and they're like, oh, there's a baby. You know, that's, that's what the show is. I think it would be a really cool idea to have a show called I Didn't Know I Was High. Like, what about that? Like, well, what about you like slip someone an edible or you just like smoke too much weed and then you're out living your life just doing regular things, <laughs> thinking these like profound thoughts about life or just giving up on your dreams in general. And then you remember like, oh, I'm high. That's what's going on. That would be a cool show. I would watch that show. I would get high during it, I think. <laughs> I think I would get high during that show. Whenever I was in Texas, I hung out with my mama, y'all. She's a real sweet lady. Uh, my parents are conservative, but they're very sweet. And I get along well with them. And uh, my mom is very supportive of my comedy career. Very supportive. But it's mainly just because she thinks she has a chance of going on Ellen. I, she really thinks that that's a possibility. But whenever I was there and I was hanging out with her, we went shopping for panties. That's what you do with your mom. And my sister and I are like, we're rummaging through all the, the big bowls of underwear because that's how they're sold, you know. And we're looking through and my mom very casually says to us, I don't understand why y'all girls like to wear thongs. They go all the way up your whisper hole. Yeah. My mom casually referred to her asshole as her whisper hole. She did. And that's something that I have to live with now for the rest of my life, forever. And now you guys do too. I'm done. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh my God, Shelby. Evans. Yeah. Holy crap. Whisper hole. Well, well, I just want to tell you a couple of things. Whisper hole. Phenomenal. I love it. 
uh, it should be your closer every time. And then uh, the only thing I wanted was when you were talking about the absence only education, other examples of stuff you could learn by rumor. Uh, because like when I was dating a girl who had absence only education, she thought she could get pregnant by swallowing my cum. Right. So that that's way off base and crazy. So I'm thinking there's other like normal everyday stuff like how to make coffee or something like simple that somebody could like, oh, well, it's and it's absurd. Right. So yeah. just thought no one wants to swallow my cum. That's the problem. Um, we all th- we like three of us still think that's true. So what? It is true, Arden. No, it's not. Arden, look it up. <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't. That's how all those women on I didn't know I got I was pregnant. <laughs> uh, is there anything? Any other things? No, it was excellent. We love you. All right, give it up for. What you gonna do? All right, your next comedian. He's kind of funny. Uh, you know, I, I haven't seen him a bit. He's flipping me the bird right now, but you know what? No one could see that. Um, Anyway, he he produces stuff and things. He occasionally drops in here to, you know, try and tell jokes. Give it up for Dan Shively. Classical music, magic magician, money talks, and when I rap, you listen. Only way y'all can hear this in a public lynching in the streets. Hey guys, how you doing? It's been a while. Fuck. I've been out of town. I was in Nevada. It's a red state. Everyone's got a gun. Everyone's got a truck. And every sentence starts with fucking Obama. Anyway, my dad made me listen to him rant for a little while. You guys remember that uh, the court case that ever was in the news? There was that uh, immigrant guy who shot a girl, and uh, she died. He walked, right? They fucking think that we're all pro-murder out here, man, because of that shit. It's like, shut up, Dad. That's not why. It's probably a legal technicality. But the story they tell themselves is there's the dirty criminal immigrant who shot the beautiful, lovely, white, innocent girl. It's like, all right, well, if you're going to tell the story like that, then obviously we're all pro-murder, Dad. All right, he has a thick mustache. Anyway, I'm getting back on the dating market. It's, uh, I got to do it. My girl left. You got to get back out there. So uh, I started dating. Uh, I started dating a vegan girl. She's attractive, like most vegans. She's also oppressive, like most vegans. She watched a video and now saved the animals, right? And every time I try to eat a fucking slab of meat in front of her, she goes, just think about what do you think was happening in the nerve endings of this beautiful animal as it was being slaughtered? I don't know, an explosion of flavor? Ah, I got Joe to laugh. No, it's, uh, she really holds Thanksgiving against everyone, you know? It's, she makes a post every single year. Think about the countless turkeys who are fucking sacrificing their lives for your stupid fucking holiday. It's like, there's got to be a better way to focus your energy. Stephanie, the vegan, she got mad because she's in my cell phone as celery. Uh, yeah, so that's my vegan joke. Um, I don't know. Uh, so when, whenever someone starts to tell me their political opinion, uh, I, I'm one of those kind of naive, awful people who will just fucking agree with you right away. Fucking wall? Great. Okay, good. Because I think 
The shortest distance between here and you shutting the fuck up is me agreeing with you. You know, I think maybe we can all relate to that. Especially when we're in those goddamn red states. So yeah, I don't know. Dating's hard. Especially when you're getting into your 30s. I remember it was so much easier before. You didn't have to do so much swiping all the time. You just go to a place and say hello to a person. What the fuck happened to that? Now I'm a creep. Maybe it's just now that I'm a creep. That's, I don't know. Um, but you can't just be a regular fucking guy anymore. You know, you can't just come home and crack a beer and not talk about your fucking feelings in front of the TV. I missed the wagon on that one. I'm pretty sure. You think it's like, I may not be an entrepreneur or have all my hair, but at least I know how far back to stand when I'm talking to you. You know, your face is symmetrical. Huh? Yeah, that's about right. Uh, I may not work 18 hours a day, but at least I don't fucking work 18 hours a day. You want to snuggle? I fucking love snuggling. Let's do it. I got a surplus of body heat. Fucking, you want to snuggle? I'll snuggle all night, girl. Don't let me sit on top of you. Fucking, fuck that. She dies in the end of that joke. Anyway, from snuggling. That's my time. Um, if you guys have tags... That would be the kind of note that I, I'd like to get. Also, I'm going to go down to San Mateo and hit up Iman's uh, mic after this. So if anyone wants a ride. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. It's Dan Shively. All right. Uh, feedback, anyone? Feedback. Anything? All right. All right. Guys. Uh, any other comedians who uh, I might have missed? Yeah. Oh, hello. Hi, hello. What's your name? I'm Olivia. Olivia? Give it up for Olivia, everybody. Yeah. Get up there. Hi. Okay. Hi. So I just wanted to like pop in really quick and like spew some positivity um, for a second. <sighs> just like some life hacks that I've been thinking of, um, especially in the new year. Um, so one is regarding like me, like trying to get a promotion or whatever. So I realized that I think I should just start spontaneously. So I have like a corporate job, but I think I should just spontaneously start like dead sprinting like four times per day, looking like I'm going to a meeting. Um, so that's going to be my new thing. I'm going to start like, like do like a quick jump squat from my desk, like four times per day and then like just bolt somewhere. Um, and I realize that's because like nothing screams, like I'm carrying my own weight and I like really care about this team. Um, like just like running through the office space. Um, so I'm going to work on that and see what happens. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then also, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, so I don't like, you know, I don't know most of you super well and you don't see me every day, but like 93% of the time I have this inside joke with myself that I actually um, look like I might be a witch. Like I wear a lot of black clothes and like, you know, like flowy, like ooh, types of, you know, outfits. Um, so I'm gonna start in the new year slowly bringing in like small witch props to work and see like how long it takes for someone to say something like bring like a wand to a meeting and be like set it down like instead of my computer like ooh, boop 
um, and bring in like a like a stone cauldron and like store it under my desk and stuff like that and just see what happens. Um, so that's that's like not to get me a promotion or a demotion or anything. That's just like that's a side hustle thing. Um, and then another thing that I, I'm just like spewing out my like New Year's resolutions at you guys basically. But like another thing that I want to do is, um, you know how everyone has like pictures of their family in their cubicles and they're like, you know, it's like, you know, your kids or whatever. I want to bring in like a picture that I've photoshopped and like put like glowy cartoon aliens over the faces of everyone else in the picture with me. Um, and then when people like stop by to like say something about it and be like, ooh, like Olivia, whoa, like what's that? Um, I want to kind of like say like, oh yeah, I know that's like an old picture. It's like, I don't look like that anymore. I should replace it. <laughs> when in reality, it's just like glowy aliens everywhere. Um, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else. This is, I'm kind of like rolling with this vibe. I just started a new job and I'm like rolling with this vibe of like doing things to like, like until people feel like it's weird enough that they can say something because there's like a certain threshold of things that you can do until people start to notice stuff. Um, and I used to work at like a 10 person company and I like don't work at a 10 person company anymore. So it used to be like super intimate and like you can get away with stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other, um, oh, this is a, this is a quick little body positive, um, movement thing, which is that I recently was traveling to Chicago and working and I forgot my phone charger. Um, and I didn't have a car. So I walked to my office and didn't have a bag. And on my way, I actually got lunch with my family and they gave me my retainer. This is like a big lead up, but bear with me. They gave me my retainer, which I had left there a while ago. And then I had to like, jog back to my friend's apartment um and I ended up having to put like my retainer in my sports bra and my like you know my like big laptop charger like in my you know kind of like right above my bum and I was like just gonna like go and run back but um then I like was literally empowered by the image of myself and like I don't do selfies but I stopped and took like a 10 minute selfie spree um, in the mirror on my way out and um, just like sent it to all my friends and said, love yourself as you are. Um, you're beautiful. <laughs> Be yourself. Um, and yeah, anyways, I think that's kind of all I got. All right. Give Happy New Year. Olivia spreading positivity and cheer in 2018. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, did you want any feedback? Yeah, if anybody has feedback, feedback, feedback. Um, I was going to say the one thing I would say is um, if um, if instead of uh, talking about things that like you think of or that could or would happen, if you put yourself in those situations, that usually, that sometimes can make things funnier. I mean, I don't know if anyone else feels that, but it's like, instead of saying like what i would do or like what like it wouldn't it be cool if blank instead just like i did that like that's something that happened because then it's like a direct situ it's like a real thing i feel like that makes it easier because I, th I thought a lot of the stuff that you said was funny and it's funny so yeah yeah and if you do it that way you get to you get to mine it more like you get yeah. you don't just get the the concept you also get to uh get people's reactions like if someone 
like that witch uh, thing you were talking about, like bringing in uh, witch paraphernalia, it's funny as hell. Um, and if you talk about someone like seeing one of these things under your desk and maybe you like do a demonic voice at them or something, like uh, you, you can kind of bake that in as well. Can I can I not do that though in real life and just lie? Yeah, okay. yeah exactly. Poetic license. Lying is so easy. It's yeah. So do it. Yeah, I'm not trying to do that. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I loved the uh, bit about uh, doing the sprints to look busier at, 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 in the office. So I think you could go deeper with that of all the uh, all the ridiculous things that you're doing to give the appearance of productivity. But uh, that's a great premise. On what you just said, I would just say that like um, whatever you say is the truth. You know what I mean? Like, not if you're performing in front of like, especially us, like who you don't like. You say like, I don't know you guys so well. Like, we don't know if that's true or not. Like, if you said you brought in, uh, you know, huge cauldron to work and started, you know, I don't know, stirring something up, like I would believe you. Like, I, I have no evidence to the contrary, and most people would too. So if you just say it, like it's true. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. Yes, lie. Lie a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, give it up for her. Thank you. All right, everyone. That has been Joke Workshop. We have been depressed. Uh, this has been Mutiny Radio, mutinyradio.fm. Tune us in every uh, Monday, 6 to 8 for Joke Workshop. Uh, not always hosted by me. Sometimes it's Pam. Sometimes it's other people. Uh, we got tons of stuff going on at the station, but I'm out of here. You're out of here. We're all out of here. Stick around for whatever's happening next. Here on Mutiny Radio, the end. Strikes again, rushes through my veins. Frozen, frozen in time. Frozen, I'm frozen in time. Hello. Hi there. <laughs> Sounds from the street is back. We took like a two-week vacation, I think. No, it's just a week. We weren't here last week. Testing, testing. Yeah. Mm, I haven't been here. Well, we weren't weeks. here. We weren't here last week. We were here the week before. We were here the week before. Yeah. So two weeks ago. But we're back. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> we missed one show. I've been very ill, but now I'm I'm slowly coming back to health. Yeah, which is always you look a good awesome. thing. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna go see Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. later tonight. We are. This is our second time, I guess. We um, saw them last. Was it last year? April, yes. Like April. But you did an interview, so you've seen them a couple times. But I mean, not. Performing. I've only seen them that one time that we went. But oh, I okay. did an interview with them in 2011. Yeah when I think they maybe weren't as popular back then. Yeah. But they were kind of up and coming, and they still work with the same PR company that talks to me from now, from, you know, time to time. So she was like, hey. They channel you. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember they were really nice guys, and, you know, they were influenced by the Beach Boys, and I guess I can kind of see that, like their harmonies and stuff like that. But they have this energy on stage that I thought was kind of different yeah. like from a lot of the bands that we went to see. So I kind of appreciate that about them, that they really, They put you know, in effort. Yeah. yeah. And then mm -hmm. you also see that in, like, the outfits they wear because they wear, like, that, you Matching know. Matching suits. <laughs> They're really interesting, flat, floral, like, Very wallpaper. Yeah. yeah. 
it, really it cool. catches your eye and it's mostly you know it's people in our age group that are kind of yeah. you know into that so I thought that was cool too well, it's also just good uh, showmanship I feel like it's mm-hmm. like a show to check to check out and then if, if you are in the Fillmore area I'm pretty sure tickets are still on sale so if you want to check them right. out they will be um, it's actually doors open right now so mm-hmm. it's pretty affordable too it's um uh, $20 the last time I checked, which is really not that much. Pocket change. People are, you know, Crystal and I were working the door at a club downtown last night, and people were turning away for $8 yeah. downtown, which is kind yeah, of yeah, unheard yeah. of. You know, it's actually a really good deal. And I didn't tell you, one of the guys um, from, the, he, he was actually going to see a movie with his girlfriend, but he decided to go to the show there that night. He was telling yeah. me at the bar, and he's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, we were going to go see a movie at the Metreon, but we decided to go here and dead and we've already been here an hour and they were really enjoying themselves yeah. and they were really happy that they decided to see bands play instead of going to see a movie yeah it's a dying art apparently yeah <laughs> <laughs> so and they were all local acts and all the bands pretty much got paid i mean most of them got paid so that was pretty cool yeah and i mean it pays off just by having people there listening to your stuff i'm mm-hmm. assuming you know that's mm-hmm. the main to get it out there especially 50 mason social club it's such a great venue you know yeah it's a little hole in the wall yeah um but the venue itself is pretty spacious miraculously and then apparently they had a boxing club downstairs mm-hmm. and they're going to be converting that into something so <laughs> that'll be no wonder every time we opened that door it smelled so bad I was like it was wet that's yeah. why there were like leaks down too. there yeah wow wow so that's what you know that's what you were smelling yeah <laughs> that's worth checking out though I yeah. must say besides the smell but the Fillmore is, is pretty exciting as well it has so much history and mm. so many great bands have, have played so there it's accessible too you can yeah. get there it's very central. It's close to, kind of close to BART. I think yeah. Civic Center-ish. Yeah. Mm. I would Depends. just kind of just take a bus there. You know, a lot of buses go through there. People, I know that our, one of our friends, Johnny, when he comes out, he, I'm sure he figures out the way to get there. He's really savvy about that. He's yeah. like, I can do this or that. And, there's um, no excuse. There's no excuse. Even when I lived in um, uh, Ingleside near SF State, I remember going to see a show at the Fillmore, oh, yeah. taking the 28, I think, to the 38 or something like that. Yeah. I used to take like two buses, which is probably why I didn't go out as much yeah. back then. But when I did, it was like a you know a special treat. I've seen the hives. I saw wow. Jet at the Fillmore. Yeah. I saw I saw Lily Allen there actually when she first, like probably when she first came out. Mm-hmm. She was drinking on stage. <laughs> she's a big girl. <laughs> no, I, th- I thought it was cool because I was like, she's the same age as me, and she's doing like Jaeger shots wow. <laughs> on stage. How old were you? Like 21, 22. <laughs> That's under- I mean, she's been on the road, you know, I'm mm-hmm. assuming that's she's, just something you do. She's seen it all. Yep. Well, if you guys are in the area, come on down to 2781 21st Street on the corner of 21st and Florida in the Mission District of San Francisco. We have a lovely um, art gallery going on. Uh, Leo was nice enough to put this on for us, so come on and check it out. It's always a special treat here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And there's also um, printmaking going on outside, which is kind of interesting. Come check it out. Check it out, people. Um, what have we got? What do you got? 
I don't got nothing because <laughs> my phone is a piece of shit. All right. Out of the enemy, I have some news for you guys. This is uh, Spotify reveals its most streamed songs from movie soundtracks ahead of Oscars. Um, Ed Sheeran. Sheeran? I'm just going to say Sheeran. Pharrell and the Great Gatsby soundtrack prove popular on music service. Uh, Spotify has revealed the most popular songs for movie soundtracks over the past 12 months on its music streaming service ahead of the weekend's Academy Awards, which is tomorrow. Oh, um, that's right. By the way. Uh, the Oscars will take place in Los Angeles on Sunday, March 2nd at the Dolby Theater in Hollywood and will be presented by Ellen DeGeneres with Arcade Fire, Pharrell, and Karen No, all in the running for the Best Original Song Award. However, only Pharrell's Happy from Despicable Me 2 features on Spotify's most popular list with Ed Sheeran's I See Fire as heard on The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smug. Smug? I don't know. My mother. Smug? Smug. I think it's Smug. That, How do you that's spell the it? little hobbit. Oh. oh Proving most that's popular. That's familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Further down the list are appearances from Frank Ocean and Meaty 3 and 2 Chains and Wiz Khalifa track We Own It from their latest movie in the Fast and the Furious franchise. The Great Gatsby soundtrack has also proved a hit with listeners for the past year with Lana Del Rey's Young and Beautiful and JC and Kanye West's No Church in the Wild appearing in the top 10. Top 10 most streamed songs from movies in the past 12 months include Ed Sheeran, I See Fire from The Hobbit, Pharrell Williams' Happy from The Spickle Will Meet 2. That's been everywhere. Oh, yeah? That song. Yeah, it's in a lot of commercials. I don't even know what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Two Chains with Calapia, We Own It. Are you happy? <laughs> You're a singer for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, M83, Midnight City uh, from Worm Bodies. Lana Del Rey, Young and Beautiful from The Great Gatsby. JC and Kanye West, No Church in the Wild by The Great Gatsby. Um, or on The Great Gatsby. Kanye West, Stronger from The Hangover Part 3. Frank Ocean, Super Rich Kids. He's from old school. He's from like the... Hey, anybody listening to this tonight? Uh, it's... I'm just going to throw on a CD for a bit because it's uh, I'm testing out some new equipment here in the station. So uh, stick with us, uh, and we'll be back to the late-night playlist in a, li- in a bit. Uh, but for now, we're just going to listen to a CD here on MutinyRadio.fm. <laughs>
Hey everybody, this is going to be weird for a bit. Uh, I'm trying to figure out this recording and stuff, so bear with me. This is going to make no sense, um, but hopefully this means that we'll be up on YouTube's pretty soon. So let's, uh, let's see what happens. Uh, let's start recording. And this is me doing a recording here at the studio, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it would help if you could see my face. Maybe this way, this way. No, who's here? Oh, I guess the next show is here. All right, cool. So that means that I'm going to be out of here soon. Let's see how this did. Uh, Ayo. How's it going? That's what I hear in these That's what I hear in these Test number two, just to see what happens. Uh, do, 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 do. Start recording. Hi, everyone. This is me here at Mutiny Radio doing a thing. I have a feeling that there's going to be a desync between these two, but we'll find out what happens. Uh, I don't want to do that. Stop recording. All right, cool. Back to CD. We push ourselves ahead. It was cloudy in the morning And it rained as you drove away The same things look different It's the end of the summer It's the end of the summer When you move to another place And I feel like the neighbor's girl Who will never be the same She walked alone all spring She had a boyfriend when the summer came and he gave her flowers in a lightning storm They disappeared at night in green fields of silver corn And sometime in July she had just forgot that he was leaving Though when the fields were dying she held on to his sleeves She held on to his sleeves And she doesn't want to let go she won't know what she's up against The classrooms and sense and the time of the It's the end of the summer It's the end of the summer When you hang your flowers up to dry
And I had a dream It blows the autumn through my head It felt like the first day of school But I was going to the moon instead And I walked on the hall Bid the note they got for me My dad led me through the house My mom drank instant coffee And I knew that I would crash But I didn't want to tell them There were just some moments When your family makes sense When it just makes sense So I You're listening to the SF Intercom Show. And I say listening, figuratively speaking, because if you are listening, you're either in the studio, and I see one or two, um, or you're monkey, because apparently we got hacked, and maybe he's listening to my show and stopping my stream from going out, but I hope he is listening. Or you're listening to the podcast, and I'm glad you came here to listen to me. It's so exciting. We're at the tail end of uh, Noise Pop Week, and so I uh, I thought it appropriate to, to play all the bands that 
I went and saw this week. It was an amazing week of music. Um, I saw Waters, which means on Monday that I had seen all four of his residencies. And uh, I, I really like his music. He's it's just like, I, f- I feel it when he's talking. I feel like 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 I'm there with him. Um, he's like a, l- a little emo. Um, so Monday was a good day. It was like Waters and Tambourays, the Tambourays and... Um, I blank on the other band, but it, I swear they were awesome. Um, and then Thursday, I saw Nova, Albi- Nova, Nova Albion and the Limousines, and that was really good. So, um, hey, just stick around, and um, I guess I'm going to make your workday awesome if that's where you're listening or your evening chill. Now back to the beginning of this water song, because I don't want you to miss any of it. So here you go. Stay. 